Welcome to another episode of Dating Intentionally. I'm your host, Talia, aka your dating app partner in crime. And on Dating Intentionally, I'm helping you get to know yourself better so you can date in a way that truly aligns with your goals and values, and of course, have fun in the process. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate it, review it, share it. I'm having so much fun recording these episodes for you, and your feedback is so helpful. Okay, today we're talking all things situationships. I've been asked a few times from the Intentional Daters Instagram community uh, to share my take on them. So here we are. First, we'll cover what is a situationship, how to get out of them, whether you're the person who wants less or you're the person who wants more, and what a situationship can turn into. Then we'll wrap up with a listener question and I'll share my personal experience with situationships. Ready? Let's do it what a situationship is and what it's not. So a situationship is basically when you're romantically involved with someone, but the relationship and intentions are not defined and no one's really making moves to do so. It basically, it's messy, right? You don't know what you want. You don't know what they want. They don't know what you want. No one knows what each other wants and, or you don't want the same things, but you're continuing to see each other. A situationship is not friends with benefits. Because friends with benefits has a definition. You know what you're doing. You're friends who sleep together. But a situationship is messier than that. And it's also not when you're just getting to know someone with the intention to date and end up in a relationship. For example, like all the dating I did, like if I went out with a guy eight times, that's not a situationship because that guy knows I'm looking to have a relationship and he is also looking to have a relationship, but we're feeling feeling each other out. So that's not a situationship because we both know what we're there for. We're just feeling it out. A situationship lacks boundaries, communication, and definition. If you ask me, spoiler alert, they're a waste of time and energy. But again, that's just me and we're going to get into it because this is a very common, you know, for lack of a better word, situation, right? It's hard when you're dating and you don't want to screw it up and you don't want to say what you want or like, you know, you're not really sure what you want, but you like them as a person. You want to see where it goes. Like this is a very common thing in dating, but I want to help you get out of it because it is really a waste of time. If you ask me, here are some common situationship situations, if you will. So they want to hang out with you, but they don't want anything serious, even though you do or vice versa. Or they want to hang out with you, but they're just really busy with work or moving or school or whatever else they have going on and they can't fully be there for you. Or they want to hang out, but they're in the process of a breakup. Have you ever dated someone who's like in the process of moving out of their ex's place? That's a situationship right there. That is a messy. Here's a very common one. You're long distance, but you're not in a relationship. This is when you like meet someone, maybe you're in another city, you're traveling somewhere, and then you text with them like all the time and you're like on the phone with them and you're texting all day, but you're not dating, that's situationship. And in that case specifically, like like the distance is why it can't be a relationship, but also at the same time, it could be a relationship if you wanted to work on it and make the distance work. But the distance is a nice excuse for it to never progress into anything further. So it's a situationship. It's basically anything where you're putting in energy, but you're not getting a full relationship. And a relationship comes with stability, right? 
you're going to be with someone you really can depend on. You know exactly where you stand. You feel supported and you just don't get that reliably and consistently in a situationship. So I hope we're all on the same page about what it is and what it's not. And I hope by now you can like think of a time when you've been in one or maybe you're in one right now. Or maybe you know someone who is in this and you can just passive aggressively send it to your friend who just won't stop talking about that guy that they don't know what they are. I'm kidding. Don't be passive aggressive. But you know what I mean? Help a friend. Send them this episode if they are having trouble navigating a situationship, which again, I have empathy and compassion for this. It's really hard when you have feelings for someone, but it can't go further for whatever reason. So should you avoid situationships? Consider avoiding situationships if you want a real relationship. If you want to be with someone exclusively and hang out with them consistently and form a loving bond. If that's what you want, situationships are not for you. Avoid them. You also, on the other side, consider avoiding situationships if you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. This is if you are the person where you have cold feet or you're not sure of what you want, but someone's you know, hanging out with you and you can sense that they want more and you know you don't. Maybe avoid that because that's not that's not a good that's not a good situation. I will say, yeah, sure. An undefined relationship could work for you if that's all you have time and energy for. But even let's just say like you and the person you're seeing explicitly say you're in a situationship. It's not really a situation anymore because you've defined it. You are on the same page. If you know where you stand with someone, if you know where you stand, it's probably, it's like less of a situationship and more of a um, casual dating maybe or something like that. The big clue here is if you have anxiety because you don't know where you stand or you want more and they don't and you're still hanging out all the time but you're not talking about it or if you try to talk about it, they don't want to talk about it or vice versa. How do you get out of a situationship? You have options, but it comes down to communication. You need to be direct about what you want, draw the line, and stick to it. Getting out of a situationship involves stating your boundaries and making your needs important and making them known. You have to communicate what you need to the person. Let's unpack this a little bit more because there are really two main people you could be in a situationship. One, If you're the person who wants more, right? This is a person who is seeing someone that isn't fully committed to them, but they want a relationship. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's a person you're with. Maybe that's your friend. You know, you know someone like that. So if what you want is a committed and defined relationship with the person you're in a situationship with, you have to tell them. So tell them what you want instead of asking, what are we? Don't ask, what are we? We're done with that. We don't do that anymore. Instead, Tell the person what you want. I want to date you exclusively and develop a relationship with you. Or I want to be friends with benefits. Or I want to go ice skating. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like just say what you want instead of asking what are we or what are we doing here? What do you want? When you tell someone what you want, you're putting the ball in their court. Like they have to they have to then react. You're making your needs known. You're doing right by yourself by just saying, I want this. And then they're going to be like, well, yes or no, right? I don't or I do. Or or, I don't know, by the way, if they say I don't know what I want, that's a no. Because I don't know isn't the same as meeting you 
wherever you're at. I don't know is, okay, this person doesn't know what they want. I deserve better. Move on. And look, it's scary because saying what you want, you risk losing them, right? That's why it's so scary to have that conversation. But this is how you get out of it. This is how you avoid situationships. You need to make your make yourself more important. You know, your feelings and your energy and your time that you're putting into this is super important. And by staying quiet, you're doing yourself a disservice, right? You're not really getting what you fully want. You have to risk losing that person to get what you want. Don't hold yourself back. Because if you stay in a situationship with someone you want to really date, you're learning to live on scraps instead of looking for the full meal. And let me tell you, you deserve the full meal. We all do. So the longer you stay in it, the longer you hold yourself back from that. And that could be, look, they could say yes. They could say, yeah, I want that too. They could say like, thank God you said something because I've been wanting to say the same thing forever and I've been too scared, right? Or they could be like, I don't want that. But it could go either way. Give it a shot. You deserve it. Being alone is scary, but it's not nearly as bad as investing in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to commit to you. Someone who's serious about you will be consistent. They'll show up. Their actions will align with their words, and they won't be vague or dodgy about their feelings. Okay, so that's the first person, right? If you are the person who wants more. But maybe you're the person who wants less, okay? If you're seeing someone right now, but you're not sure about them or you can't commit to them right now or give them what they really need right now for whatever reason, maybe, you know, life things get in the way, that's fine. Admit it. Okay. Admit that you can't be what they need you to be and cut them loose. If you can't be there for them fully, you're wasting their time. If you can't step up, you're hurting them. Even if they say it's fine and you can sense that they want more and you you have expressed that you don't and they're staying anyway, it's not fine. They're probably just trying to be strong to hold on to you because they don't want to risk it. Like being with you, even if it's not fully being with you, is better than nothing. They deserve better. You deserve better. Cut them loose. Walk away. So what can a situationship turn into? Because... If you're in a situationship, hopefully this podcast will help you get out of it. And then what's what's next? So the first option, well, the first question is, can you still be friends? Because a lot of situationships start out as friendships, I think. If you ask me, I suggest taking time to do no contact before trying to be friends. If you try to move on to friendship too quickly, it can easily slip, slip back into situationship vibes. And then it's just still messy and you're going to start the cycle over and over again. Trust me, I've been there. You want it to be clean and defined, which is how you avoid situationships altogether. So try no contact. Try just not talking to them for a while and then let things settle. Maybe you'll start dating someone else who actually can be there for you and then you can be friends. Of course, there are always exceptions. Stay tuned for my story at the end on this one. Um, But again, I would say take some time, do no contact, avoid them, you know, let it breathe, give yourself some space to heal and recalibrate. But of course, on the other side, a situationship possibly could turn into a relationship. Anything is possible. And I can't speak to this personally. I haven't had a situationship turn into a relationship, but I know that it's happened. Several intentional daters wrote to me on Instagram to share that this happened to them. And it makes sense because 
you know, if you show up and say, hey, I want to be in a relationship with you and they're like, yeah, me too. Or maybe it takes them a little bit longer to come around, right? Yeah, you can end up in a relationship, you know, when it was previously kind of undefined and messy. It totally can happen. I'm not sure exactly how to make that happen except for being direct and sharing what you want. Some final thoughts on situationships before I move into the listener question. The drama of a situationship and the vagueness can feel addicting. The drama can even be fun and thrilling. And the situationships make relationships feel a little boring because relationships are defined and you know where you stand versus like the roller coaster of not knowing if they're going to text you today or not, or if you're going to see them again, or if they're going to be hot or cold. We can get really hooked on that. And that's frankly not healthy. Today's listener question is, how do you avoid getting into a situationship in the first place? So I touched on this a little bit earlier, but the real answer is know what you want and only go for what you want. If the person you're seeing doesn't know what they want or they're not being consistent, that's a sign that you're headed into the situationship land where we don't want to go. Avoiding a situationship involves boundaries and also just setting and, and having standards. Okay, here's an example. Let's just say this person never makes plans with you for the future, but they continue to call you last minute to come over, or like meet somewhere. That and you don't want that, that's just say no to that. Don't do it. Don't accept. Don't agree. Don't don't play along. That's how you avoid situationships by not playing along with someone else's bullshit that you don't like. You know, instead be strong, be firm on your ground. If you're like, I'll, I'll only see you if we're making plans one or two days in advance. I can't hang out last minute. Sorry. That's relationship behavior, right? Like seeing, making plans last minute or whatever. That's like way down the line. If you're just getting to know someone or there's nothing to find, they don't deserve you. They don't deserve to be able to just call you to come over whenever they want. No, absolutely not. So like, I would say have your boundaries, know your standards, stick to them, and and know what you want. And if the person that you're seeing doesn't know what they want or they want something different, cut them loose. They're not worth it. Even if they're great, even if they're an amazing person, and maybe they are, you need to be aligned with mostly with what you want and what your standards are and don't budge on that. Okay, let me talk about my experience with this. So here's my personal story. And I have a couple thoughts on this, but my main story today is about my college ex-boyfriend. Um, this started out as a relationship. We met in freshman year. Um, we both were members of a group called Comedy Club where we would tell stand-up. We, were do- we would do stand-up and improv every week. And uh, I, lo- I, love- <laughs> I love comedians. I had a whole phase of dating comedians. Anyway, uh, we met in Comedy Club we dated for a year. Then the summer after freshman year, we broke up, whatever. And then we were on and off again for the remaining three years, basically, of college. I was the one who really wanted more and he just, you know, wasn't committing to me. We did try a few times. I do remember that. And this is like 10 years ago now. So I'm a little fuzzy on the details. I was trying to go back to find like old messages between us and I couldn't find anything. (laughs) But I do remember the pain. I remember the anxiety. And I remember just going on and on to my friends like about how much I liked him and he wasn't into me but we would still sleep together and like we would still hang out and we would work on projects together um and it was it was just so messy and it was never defined after that first initial breakup after we were like you know we were official for almost a year so 
we just couldn't let each other go. And I think in college it's hard because you're on the same campus, you're you have the same friends, you know, you're going to the same parties, and it's just really hard to have that separation. But by senior year, I was super over it, and I started to have more more of a solid ground of like who I was and what I wanted. And I def- I quit <laughs> the club that we both were members of, and I started dating other people. I dated you know people who didn't even go to the, to go to the college that we went to. You know, and I removed myself more from his world so that I could have my own life and stop wasting so much energy on this person who just wouldn't commit. And I was a really good friend to this person, right? Like I supported him. I was there for him when he was like really wasted (laughs) or um, when he was struggling. I mean, I was kind of like his fallback when he was in trouble. And I have some pretty funny stories about that, Um, but another time. But you know, when we when we graduated college, I didn't talk to him for two years. I moved to New York City. I don't know where he went. And then he, one day he showed up in my Facebook DMs and he wrote me this long note about how he knew, he knew that he was like breadcrumbing me and that he was basically taking advantage of my compassion and support because I was always really supportive of him. And I would, I think I was definitely the kind of person where like, if he had said at any point that he wanted to be with me, I would have been like, yes, of course, you know? But that's the fucked up part about situationships. You shouldn't have to wait and fight and cling to so hard for that right person. It shouldn't be such a struggle. And my college ex is a great dude. So after, you know, two or three years of no contact, he DM'd me on Facebook. And at first I was kind of shocked. And then we managed to be friends for a while while we both lived in New York City. And we don't talk anymore because we don't have a reason to. I moved to Seattle. But like, you know, we did meet up a few times. We texted over the years and it was very friendly. So yes, you can be friends after a situationship, at least in my experience, just took us like two years. So that's my past lived experience with situationships. But I do want to talk a little bit about my my experience now in the last year where I went on 64 first dates and managed to avoid situationships at all costs. And I was able to do that because I knew what I wanted, even though when I first started dating, I didn't want a relationship. I only wanted casual things, but I, I was allergic to vagueness. I was allergic to people who didn't know what they want. And I rejected so many people because they were unclear. The closest I got to a situationship was first date number 59, actually. I met this guy who just got out of a 10-year relationship. And, you know, we hung out a lot in, like, the span of two or three weeks. And he seemed really great on paper, especially. And I was attracted to him. And I don't know, it just we vibed well, but I could tell that he, because he was so fresh from a 10-year relationship, I could tell that he didn't really know what he wanted. And for a second, I considered being like, okay, maybe I'll just date this guy while he figures it out. And then I came to my senses and remembered that that is bullshit. Like I know at that point, by date 59, first date 59, I knew I wanted a relationship. I knew I wanted to something serious and that this dude who just got out of a 10-year relationship was not going to be that guy. I even said to him, if I was his friend, I would say, be single for a while. Don't get into a relationship. And what was confusing about that to me is that he acted like a boyfriend. 
acted like a boyfriend, the good morning, good night text, the, the like, you know, the dates and the planning and the, all this. And I was like, you know what? This is weird. I had a sense that because he had been in such a long relationship, he only knew how to be a boyfriend and he wasn't giving any space. He wasn't really deciding on me. You know, I always wanted dating situations where we were both the choosers. I was choosing them and they were choosing me. But this guy just seemed like he would have treated anyone like that, you know, because he he was giving me the girlfriend treatment right out the gate. And that to me is very sus. So I avoided that situation by being like, hey, you know what? You got to go figure it out and I'm not going to wait around. Bye. <laughs> so that's how that's my experience. Situationships are what people talk about when they say don't settle. Take your time to figure out what you want so you can stop wasting time on people who don't know what they want. You deserve someone who can be fully present for you. And if you're not ready, that's okay too. Be clear. Be yourself. Focus on figuring out if you like them, not the other way around. You're doing great. Once again, I'm Talia, and this has been Dating Intentionally. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Your feedback means a ton to me and helps you make this podcast as helpful as possible. I'll catch you next time. Bye.